Hey, how you doing? I'm Greg Knapp, and this is Find Your Purpose, Live Your Passion. Today on the podcast, if you don't do this, you'll probably give up on your dreams. Stop listening. Wait, what? And it's either heck yeah or no. Ready? Let's go. You know how you sometimes feel stuck? Like you're drifting through life, going through the motions? You know you were created for something more, that an average life just isn't enough for you. Then you're in the right place. Find your purpose. Live your passion. Let's go. After you do the work to look inside yourself and find out what you really want out of life, you sure need to find out your why. Why do you want all the things you think you want? After a recent speech I gave, a woman came up to me and asked a great question. How specific should your why be? And my answer is this. Your why should be as specific as you can possibly make it. See, you've got to get 100% sure of your what, 100% sure of your why, so your how will appear. Your why is the driving force behind your passion and purpose and all the goals you set in the pursuit of it. Every successful person I know agrees with this idea. If your why is strong enough, you will do what is necessary to find the how. Then you'll put in the work to make it happen. And there will be plenty of work. You must make yourself the person you need to be to achieve the goals you want. And remember, for me, the process is more important than the outcome of those goals. The process of pursuing a meaningful goal is success. The process should be where you get your joy. That's what we're trying to do here. The gifts and the talents and the desires you've been given and you put those in motion in a process pursuing a meaningful goal and now the entire journey is filled with joy. You can be content in all circumstances and you'll put in the work. You got to make yourself the person you need to be to achieve those goals. You got to be committed to increasing your education, your skills, your experience to meet the demands that come with what you want. Figure out what they are and then do something, not everything, do something every day to get you closer to where you want to go. The whole point is to get your life focused on your why. This is why you are here. This is why you were born. This is why you were alive. This is your purpose. And the more specific you can be about why you want it, the more energized you're going to be to do it. So get super specific, hyper specific on why you want to change your life. You know, Nishki said, he who has a why to live can bear almost any how. So then we'll take that specific why and create goals to guide you down your path to living the life you were born to live. These goals are not ends in themselves, remember? No, no, no. They are measurable ways to show you're on the right track in the process of pursuing your passion and purpose. Here's what I mean. What is the purpose of your financial goal? I mean, of course, it's to earn more money, but why? What's your purpose for earning more money? It's certainly not so you can have a bunch of paper with green print on it. It's so you can be financially independent to the point of no longer having to work while maintaining your lifestyle that you've always dreamed of. Is that why? Is it so you can take better care of your family, make memories with them on special vacations, allow your children to take piano lessons, expand your business so you can positively affect more people, give more generously, live in a beautiful home? Is it all the above? But then you got to go below that. How would achieving all that make you feel? What is it about the goal that pushes your passionate purpose forward? Get crystal clear on your why. I like what George Eliot says about getting clear on this and, and, and who you want to be. He said, it's never too late to be what you might have been. Huh. 
So what is it for you? Why are you pursuing your purpose? Why are you pursuing these goals? Spend time thinking about it. Here's how you do it. Write down your passion, a purpose, or a goal and ask yourself, why do I really want this? List as many reasons as you can. Keep going past the material reasons. You've got to push past the material reasons. Get into the emotional reasons. Then for each reason you wrote down, ask yourself again, why do I want this? Keep doing it until you cannot answer that question anymore. I mean, you just keep it. Well, I want it because of this. Okay, why do you want that? Well, because of this. Why do you want that? Keep pushing it until you can't answer the question anymore. And you might be surprised at what type of whys you find that you have never brought to your conscious mind before. I want to feel like I'm living a life on purpose. I want to feel at peace. I want to feel contentment. I want to feel joy. I want to feel like I'm valued. I want to feel like I have the right stuff. I want to, f- I, I don't know what it is for you. I'm just, it's amazing when you really dig down deep, what's behind your why. Then make a list of your most important whys. Read the list every morning and night. Spend five minutes every day imagining how it will feel when you're living out your why, when you're in the process of pursuing your why. Get deep. How will it change your life? How will it change the lives of the people you love? How will it help you serve others? This is why you work so hard. This is what will motivate you through the hard times that will make it all worth it. Let me know how that goes. I hope this podcast resonates with you. And if it does, go to gregorybnapp.com. Find out more about my book and my free gift for you on how to find your purpose. Gregorybnapp.com. It's in the show notes as well. Okay, I've got some counterculture advice for you. If you want to pursue your passion and purpose, if you want to create the life of your dreams, it's time to stop listening. Okay, Greg, that sounds really weird and crazy because everybody I know talks about how important it is to listen. I mean, there are seminars and books and videos and courses and all these things to teach you how to be a great listener. And now you're telling me to stop listening? I think Greg's gone cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. No, I have not gone cuckoo and I really don't like Cocoa Puffs. I understand your skepticism. Let me explain. I am not saying stop listening to everyone and everything. That would be bozo. I'm saying you need some selective hearing. You know, like when someone asks you to take out the trash compared to when someone calls you to dinner. (laughs) Selective hearing. Be selective about who and what you listen to. Because it can either support you, encourage you, and build you up. Or it can demoralize you and tear you down. Are you listening to the world? Or are you listening to yourself? Or if you're Christian like me, are you listening to what you think God's calling you to do? See, the world will demand you meet its needs. It will give you all kinds of reasons to do what it tells you. It will result in a never-ending game of when, then, or if, then. So the world says, when you get enough money, know the right people, earn the right degree, have enough experience, then you can try and launch your own business, product, service, or website. The world says, if you get that job, or when you get that job, promotion, bonus, or new house, then you will be happy, respected, and successful. The world says, when you create a real lightsaber, then you will become the coolest dad in the universe. Uh, uh, Did I say that out loud? I used my inside voice on that one. Sorry. But the when-then game always leaves us wanting more and much less happy than we thought we would be. We think, this will fill 
the hole in my heart. This will put my soul at peace. If I could just get this thing. And we've all experienced that. We know it's not true. And yet, when it doesn't happen, we just move on to the next thing. And that's why I talk so much about the process. See, the world's going to whisper things to you like, you're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You're not talented enough. Your job isn't prestigious or important enough. You don't do anything significant. If you try that, you're going to fail. Man, you're a fraud. If people really knew who you were, why would anyone want to work with you? Why would they buy from you? Who are you to write a book? Who are you to start a business? Who do you think you are to become a consultant? Yeah, the world's going to tell you that. It's going to say you don't really count and you never will. Man, the world's kind of a jerk, isn't it? Yeah. So why do we keep listening to it? I mean, really, you wouldn't let you wouldn't let your friend say that stuff to you, would you? You certainly wouldn't say it to a friend. But yet, we listen to the world all the time. The world will whisper that you're not good enough. You get to decide if you listen. Listen to yourself. Listen to the Holy Spirit inside you or whatever you put in for that. And follow your passion and purpose to be happier, more successful, more significant, and a better person for all you love. You get to decide what's important to you and your family. Don't give that power to anyone else. Why are you doing what you're doing right now? And are you happy with that answer? See, when passion and desire meet, you have tremendous power. When you put everything into it, you have more enjoyment and more success. So don't murder your dreams by telling yourself you can't do what you feel you were born to do. Living an extraordinary life is not just for the special or the elite. Here's the secret. Everyone can do it, but not everyone will do it. Decide what you want, why you want it. Start today with some baby steps to get there. It doesn't have to be a huge leap, but you do have to begin. What baby step can you take today to get it started? Email me your answer, greg at gregorybnap.com. The email's on the show notes as well. I know we all get busy, so sometimes people ask me, Greg, I got so many things to do. I don't know how to decide what I should be doing and what I should say I don't have time for. Okay, this is good. I think I have the answer to this. It happens to me all the time. I'm sure it happens to you. I was invited to attend an event. I wasn't sure I wanted to go. Now, it would have been fun. The people involved were nice. It might even have led to some business opportunities, but I had a speech I needed to finish writing on the same day. I knew I wouldn't be able to get it done if I said yes to the invitation, but you know, I still felt kind of bad about saying no. You ever feel like that? Well, Derek Sivers, and I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly because I've only read it, but I love what he says. When you have a decision to make like that, it's either heck yeah or no. Because you got to say no to the good so you can say yes to the great. Now, I looked back at this invitation and I thought, you know what? I don't think this is a heck yeah. So I politely declined. I got my speech done. I felt great. We're all busy and we can't do everything. We have to make decisions all day long on what we allow to take up our precious time. So this is a way to reclaim some of that time. When an opportunity comes along, give it the heck yeah or no test. And if you're not excited about the idea, just don't do it. It's simple. It's liberating. I like what Steve Jobs said. People think focus means saying yes to the thing you got to focus on. But that's not what it means at all. It means saying no to the hundred other good ideas that there are. You have to pick carefully. I'm actually as proud of the things we have not done as the things I have done. Innovation is saying no to a thousand things. 
Hmm. See, that leaves you more time to do what matters most, and that's key. I'm not talking about saying no as a reflex, or because you're lazy, or you just want to binge and watch Limitless on Netflix. I'm not doing that. Who told you I was doing that? I'm not doing that. I'm talking about being strategic about what you say yes to. See, creativity in life is about saying yes to new ideas. Nolan Bushnell said that. There are countless opportunities for you in the world. If you spend your time on the ones that are just good, you won't have time for the truly great ones that feed your passion and purpose. I'm using this test now to plan my calendar out. My business appointments, my leisure time. Why spend your life doing things that aren't heck yes? Byron Katie said a dishonest yes is a no to yourself. So give it a try. Let me know how it goes for you. Let's go. I hope this podcast resonates with you. And if it does, go to gregorybnap.com. Find out more about my book and my free gift for you on how to find your purpose. Gregorybnap.com. It's in the show notes as well.